This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin in the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. All rise. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 376. On you hoes. Um, back for another week. And you know what? Let's do something a little bit different, man. We're going to start this one off with that question from last week that I didn't ask. Okay, let's do it. Let's you do know, it. And then we'll get into our introductions and shit like that. Um, do you, I think I texted to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you texted to me. All right. So we came across this on the internet and it said, yo, this is fucking crazy. Um, said some men will embarrass you every chance they can. Dude is struggling with bills at home and he subscribed to his wife's friend OnlyFans and sent her over $600 in total. She told the wife because she knows they're struggling and gave some money back. She lucky she got anything back. All right. So you want to read the, um, the individual text? Read out loud? Yeah, I can. <laughs> so the first one, hey, sis, I really hate to say this, but Dan is on my OnlyFans. I didn't realize it because he was using his middle name. Uh, in all, he has sent me over $600, but they take 20%. I feel like the at least I can do is send half of that, half of that, as I saw, especially with the bill situation. He's blocked, and I took him off my Twitter as well. So she responds like, uh, thank you. But I'm trying to understand why you only saying half. That's our money. That's weird. And how you don't know <laughs> that was him, but you was talking to him for weeks. Uh, okay, so once I, once it got sent to me, it became my money. I made videos and bought outfits for those on top of them. They automatically taken twenty percent. And then she responded because he's not my husband, and I don't know his middle name off the top of my head. <laughs> She's like, I think you should have sent the rest. Because you know you behind and the rest of the message kind of got uh, blocked off. So the question is. Boy, like, audacity out on out on wholesale out on these streets. Like the. the, the so <laughs> this is wild. Um, 
her boyfriend, husband, or whatever, been paying for the best friend or a friend OnlyFans since six hundred bucks, and like yo, out of the six hundred, uh, hundred and twenty got took just off rip because of, for the twenty percent, right? You know what I'm saying? So now I'm down to four eighty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm gonna send half of the four eighty, so I'm gonna send you two forty because. You my homegirl. Yeah. Just know, off the strength. I know y'all been struggling with the bills and shit, so he go 240 and uh Or we say 280. 280. Okay. $40 makes <laughs> $40 goes a long way. Yeah. So I was like, uh she like that's okay, why why would you only send half and not the whole thing? Bitch, I told you they take 20%. And I bought outfits. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm not taking a loss on cause Dan Horny. Now, is Dan the only person buying OnlyFans? No. Because if he wasn't there, you would have still bought the outfit. Right. So you didn't buy the outfit for, <laughs> for, for my husband. You know what I'm saying? You bought the, you was buying the outfit no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Cost of doing business. Yeah. Now, on some, on some other shit, it's like, well, uh, I could see. I don't agree. But I can see an argument will just send me everything back minus the 20%. Cause they took that shit off. So minus the 20% send me everything back. Cause if he was there or not, you ain't really out no money, but like what? Well, well your, your husband didn't see my goodies. <laughs> Somebody got to pay. Yeah. The, the barrier of access. Uh, look, <laughs> the problem is with Dan. That's, <laughs> that's where the problem start and stop. Like bitch, you should never say nothing at this point. But you know what? Have you ever been in a situation where you told a friend something about their significant other and it flipped back around on you? Listen, dog. Because that's what this is. Yeah, for sure. Listen, whenever somebody tells me something, I assume that shit is secret. Unless you tell me to go tell everybody. Like, I assume that shit is a secret. And I have to stop assuming that when I say something to somebody else, that they going to act like that shit is a secret, too. So, whose secret is she should she have been keeping? Dan's or her homegirls? Because when Dan paid for the OnlyFans and used his middle name, bitch, that's my secret. <laughs> yeah, like that's this, my secret. Why, would why you, are you telling why, my wife? Yeah, and if you're gonna tell my wife, then give her all the fucking money back. Because now you pissing her off at me and you. We gonna team up on you, Leah. That bitch always been stingy, babe. <laughs> she like, should have gave it all back. Your loyalty. It's probably going to sound bad. Like, your friend ain't paying your bills. Your loyalty is really to Dan. Well, Dan ain't paying the bills either. They got a bill situation. At, at home, home, Dan ain't paying the bills. But, I mean. That nigga sending six. Like, how long have you been watching Only? How much is your OnlyFans? Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of other a lot of other underlying questions. Because if this shit is like let's just say $15 a month. Let's say it's $100 a month. That's a lot. For sure. That's a lot. He been paying you for six months? <laughs> like, But $100 a month, you can squeeze it in the budget. What I'm saying is, budget. it's been a long time since he's been looking at this girl naked. And like, I don't know how OnlyFans work because I don't I don't have one. You feel me? Like, right. I, don't, I don't be on there. Like, are there like user IDs, pictures? Because like, you know what her husband look like if you've been messaging a nigga for six months. Like... <sighs> So I didn't notice at first because he used his middle name. So is is there not a profile pic? I don't know. I don't. I'm, I don't fucking know how it I've works. I've never been on OnlyFans either, so I'm not. I'm not really sure. But 
she was. I really hate the word weird. How people use it now, because not everything is. That's weird. Why ain't you show me? Send me the whole. Why should I? Why should I? I, I? Should have told your ass nothing. Let you struggle with them. Because really, I fucked up my bag. Because Dan was like, let's just say it is six months. Six hundred dollars is six hundred dollars. Man, that she a real friend too, dog. To be perfectly honest, because I didn't have to say anything. I could have just cut it off and let you deal with a nigga like that. But I even gave you some money back because I felt bad because I know you need help with the bills. What if I just gave you the money and be like, y'all know you got some shit. Here go, here go two, here go two, here go two eighty. <laughs> like, or she's like, I'm keeping half this shit. <laughs> it's not a real friend when you know. Like, I don't know. Well, bitch, I got bills too. We all got bills. You know, you're you're not in a good position either way with it. Because if I give you, if I just give you the money, it's like, oh, she feel bad for me. Like I'm a charity case. Or, Oh, if, so black people don't like handouts. We love handouts. Oh, and I wish it's gonna come back around later. I know it will. <laughs> we love handouts. Uh look, man, it's it never works when you tell somebody about their significant other. Man. I will share a story of my own. When I rem- look, one of my favorite strip clubs back in my time of going to strip clubs was motherfucking City Heat. That was my spot. I love me some city heat. I remember sneaking into that bitch when I was 16 because my nigga Jamal told me it was a bitch squirting breast milk on stage on niggas. And I was like, I got to, I got to. At 16, you just needed the breast milk. I got to see it. It's a weird shit for a 16 year old. I got to be honest with you. I had to see it. It's some weird shit. She was squirting breast milk. I had to see it. And I was trying to sit up front. That's neither here nor there. Anyway. That nigga was trying to get a white shot, not a golden shot. That nigga was trying to get the get por- low, a get porcelain. Get a milk on me. Try to get a porcelain shower and shit. Yeah, man. So look. Crazy, dog. We up in the heat. A gray shower and shit. <laughs> yeah. That bitch gonna be white, white. Yeah. I'm gonna be a little, little gray. Have I had breast milk? I have not. Tastes a little sweet. Anyway. Almost, but she had just stopped laughing. <laughs> I mean, I done did a little bit of everything. But anyway, so one night we up in the heat. 100% taking my wife's or baby child mother breast milk for sure, for sure. Okay. I mean, it's like a rite of passage. Shot cup. Like, this is really weird. Like, put this shit in the shot glass. We just nah, nigga, like you take it from the source. I'm going to do it. Clearly, I'm doing it. That's how we got here in the first place. You know what I'm saying? But put this shit in the shot glass. But anyway, we up in the heat one night, and I see... One of my homeboy's girlfriends roll in with the with the bag situation. 15, 20 minutes later, she out on stage shaking ass. She walks past me, like does a double take, comes back and speaks. So I know this is her. We spoke. And I know my man does not know that she in there. You're not going to find out. Depending on who my man is, though. This is this was like one of my dogs at the time. So I was like, look, man, me and such and such was up in the heat and she in there dancing. He's like, nah, no, she not. Y'all niggas lying. All right. All right, don't worry about it, my nigga. And that nigga maybe I was mistaken. You know what? You know what? You you're right. Maybe I was mistaken, dog. And that nigga still looks just like you. That nigga stayed pissed at us like all summer. All summer long. And like I would see her. Like, we would, I'd run into her occasionally. They live together. Nigga, you know your wife went home last night or your girl. Like, nigga, call her. Call her. 
<laughs> she was telling this nigga that she was working third shift at this plant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Plant don't pay that much. I was like, all right, if you don't believe me, that's fine. Like, nigga didn't speak to us like the whole summer. Like, you can pull up with us, my nigga. And that's because I, I bet I, I bet the entry fee that she in there. Matter of fact, let's just go through the parking lot. Look for the car. And it was like, why, why would she ever do something like that? I was like, all right. Until that nigga went in there one night, like I think the shit just started eating away at him. And then that nigga went in there one night and seen her. And then it was all apologies and like my bad. But like I never, I never tell another friend that like I seen a woman out doing some wild shit. Man, that's tough, dog. Because depending on the friend, like you really might care for them. But uh, I don't know. That's tough. Ain't my business. That's tough. Ain't my business. Because a lot of times, like, like some of your friends and your homies and shit, you be there before, during, and after their marriage. Yeah. Like you really the forever friend. And I know marriage is forever, but like sometimes it's not. not A lot of times it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like I was here before, during, and after. If anybody going to be around, I'm going to be around. I knew this nigga so good. Like you got friends like, and I look at some of their partners. Like I know this nigga so good. I know this shit ain't going to last. Cause that's my nigga. I I know this shit ain't gonna last, and I'm gonna be here trying to pick up the pieces to help my homeboy recover when this shit over. Cause I'm I'm a nigga myself, and I've been guilty of this, and you know I've fallen victim to a pretty ass face and a dog ass body and dealing with shit that I probably wouldn't deal with off of somebody else. Yeah, and be just caught up in the sauce. Of- and, and so 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 sometimes you know it ain't going to work out but like yo this is what this person need at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes like yo that's what they need. And you know sometimes Is it what they need or is it just like a No, sometimes you got to fix. Sometimes you got to clear your palate. You got to clear your palate. You feel me? <laughs> and now once the palette is clear, now you ready? For, like, you know, we was having a conversation in uh in the Royal Rumble. Post right? that clarity. That too. But like sometimes it's like, no, I was in a I was in this long thing and now I need something different. And now that's over. And now I can you kind of go back to normal. Sometimes when you be in a thicket of shit, like you just don't understand the days that you're in until like you in that shit. Sometimes it just be too late. I mean, they be like, damn, am I rebounding right now? Yeah. Cause I definitely did that for a whole relationship and didn't realize it until year and a half, two years in. And now you think, and I'll be thinking like, damn, wait a minute. Am I rebounding? You were supposed to be a 60 day fling and we done turned this shit into a two year relationship and it's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. We should have just been fucking on the weekends, but now we two I mean, years into this shit. I mean, even I mean that all that all that shit lead to something, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's on some late night calls, and then y'all don't never speak to each each other again. And like, how I don't know, everybody life different. Like, you don't just got like a million of them. Yeah, you know what I'm you saying? Don't. That's not like a a realistic thing in in real life. You might got that, but one of them people always want more. Yeah, even that. That's what I was gonna say. Even that late night call shit, it may just be a late night for me. Yeah, but for her, she. Like, damn, I'm waiting for this motherfucker. Like, damn, one of these. Won't he see me? Yeah. Or it could be, you could be the nigga on the other end. Like, nigga, like, won't she see that? Like, I'm the nigga for her. Yo, everybody play roles, my nigga. Nigga to the best of them. Like, you, like. the You might be the main character. You may be the supporting actor. What I'm saying is, the role that somebody plays in your life, 
nigga, you play that same role in somebody else's life. Oh, for sure. Like, you know that little meme and shit or the little video where you ever spent somebody for somebody else and then they end up spending you? Yeah. And it's like, yo, nigga, you thought you was the man. Like, no, I got options tonight. No, I ain't going to make it. I'm about to go for Shorty Crib. And Shorty hit you back like, yo, something happened. I got to. I'm so sorry. Yo, if a girl started a sentence off, you going to hate me? (laughs) I am. am. You're absolutely right. I am. I'm so sorry. Are you going to hate me? Oh, bitch. But like I I saw something on, on the gram where niggas was talking about like women put men in the friend zone. And men can put you in the fuck zone. Like, this is all I want from you. Yeah. This is all I want from you. Kill women. Somebody You'll got, never be my girlfriend. Like, also, men put women in the friend zone. Yeah, they do. I'm not having sex with you. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not. You might slip up like, like, listen, this is one shit, right? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going here. I'm just saying. I can I understand the scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can. We we had sex like that was like 15 years ago. That was one time. Yeah, it was one time. <laughs> After we went bowling and I had too many, too many of them two dollar shots. That was one time. We did nothing in 15 years. Like I know you don't still think that like, because you really are a homie right now. Unless you have another drunk night, you feel like cuddling, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it was never a cuddle. <laughs> like, it's been a long time. Like, come on, man. Like, you really is one of the homies and shit now. It, so, like, you ever forgot that you had sex with somebody? <laughs> like, oh, man. Not that you forgot. Like, you just. Uh. No, I get what you like. You just moving along through life and it's just not on your radar. It's just not. And it's not in a malicious way. Like so much, so much in my life has occurred within the last 10 to 15 years. Like, nigga, that was legit. One night after after the company party. This one time this happened and shit. I don't know if the person listened to the pod or not, but it was like a situation like that. And like, I just thought we was like. Like this, just like cool, and then they sent me a long email, uh, and it's not even like a knock or whatnot, but it made me look at things differently, and explaining like why we should have been together and how to relate. The friendship is so important because such and such and such, and I'm like, yo, I've been reading this shit wrong the whole time, or I've been lying to myself the whole time. That's what it be. You feel me? That's what it be. Cause like I- acting like this don't want to sound self. Acting like I don't know what sometimes happens. Or or like I'm just in a space where it's just like not on my radar. But I had one of them moments with somebody I just only had like a physical relationship with. And something happened like on my end. I can't forget what it was, but like something happened on my end. And like I was having a moment and like she was there at the house And it was like during that time, she was like, yo, I want to be the person that comforts you and be. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, man, like I never saw that shit in a million years. And what's so funny is like instantly, like you become the villain in somebody's story because they thinking like you intentionally doing this on purpose, leading them on and 
this and I that. I am not good with picking up context clues. Man. Like, you gonna really have to say that shit with your chest sometimes with me because, like, if it's just not on my radar, it's not that I'm trying to hold you or horse you or nothing like that. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just don't see it. I don't feel what you feel. I'm going through my motions, dealing with my shit. And, like, if you looking for me to read between the lines and figure it out that, like, you want something more or somebody has wanted something more, like... Yo, I'm I'm just not there. Yo, man, think about this, man. I was thinking about this randomly the other day. <clears> Through <throat> my language and shit like that. You never know what somebody what's on another person's mind, right? And the only way that I can even try to explain to Dane what I'm thinking right now is through language. Right. Through words. But when you don't have the correct words to say, you will never get it. And like all through life, every conversation is just let me exchange what I'm thinking to this person over here. So people do it through, like if you, I'm speaking English, you speaking in Chinese and shit. Like I, I just want you to know that I got to use the bathroom. Where the fucking bathroom? Right. Like I really wish you could understand this. And we trying to find ways to say it. And we trying to uh, mouth and and do hand signals and shit. But in real life, that's every conversation. And sometimes people who can speak really good. It may sound really good, but that still not may, may not be the exact feeling I was trying to convey. Like if it was just like you seen um, Avatar, right? Yeah. When they had the little connection, they can just yeah. Like and you like connect. I see you. All that shit, man. I just wish it was the button where we don't gotta talk. We can just like yo tap your phone here, and you already know what time it is. Like oh oh, I, we understand. You know, but that. That don't happen in real life. So in a regular conversation, we we trying to figure out what you got to say, what I got. On a podcast, every, the, every word of this podcast is, let me express to people I don't even know what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. Right. Now, imagine that in a situation where you're not having a direct conversation. And it's not always conversation. It's body language. It's 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 tonality. It's everything. Like sometimes this shit going to get lost in translation. I didn't see or you didn't see. Or, and, I'm, or I'm just not... You know, like sometimes women, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to blame women on this shit. <laughs> sometimes women think like, yo, because I looked at you two seconds longer, you should have known that like, nigga, like, you, you know, what's, you know, what's tough about that? I'll tell you what's tough about that for me is I hear women complain about men trying to talk to them all the time. Yeah. I'm just at Target. I don't feel like this. Blah, 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 blah. So when you there's opportunities like, yo, I could go over there. But now I don't want to be a bother or be a burden because I hear that y'all hate this type of shit. Or on the flip side, I I got I know somebody like her and her homegirls go out and they be like, but niggas don't be trying to talk to us. They just be staring. I'd be like, because you look mean or unapproachable. <laughs> like, I don't know. You can't just manifest me over there to talk to you. And and like, I know for me, <laughs> this may sound crazy, but I'd be looking for confrontation when I not like looking to. To spark it, but like you know, when you be out and a nigga stared you too long, you in the back, something trigger like, What the fuck, my man? On, yeah, I'm you not know? looking for confrontation, I'm not that to, I'm looking for confrontation, <laughs> like, I'm looking for like I'm scanning the room, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get a feel of some shit, and like, look, bitches be. <laughs> I think the, these young ladies were trying to talk to me at the gas station a couple nights ago, and it was late, I shouldn't have been out at the gas station this late at night, it was dangerous. It is. And like they called me up over there. They was like, hey, you no. know, hey, light skin. Sorry, can't do it. And and I before I stepped to the car, I was like, I'm strapped up. 
Because I'm not fucking with y'all. <laughs> yeah. You understand? I'm strapped up. I was down the street. If y'all hoes playing, I'm going to spray the car. I was down the street at the uh, the robot pizza joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where they don't cut your pizza. Yeah, that pizza. The second time, the first time, that shit was halfway trash. But I eat trash pizza sometimes. I get you. But the second time, that shit was pretty good. Actually. Okay. Uh, still didn't cut that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but it was two chicks. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the I'm in the car. I'm looking. I, I got. I'm about. To, I'm looking good. Everything car brand new shined up and everything. And I'm thinking they got two Jordans in the back window. By the way, so I'm already. It's a, it's a no for me. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of cute. But like, fam, who ride around with like. Jordans on the back display in the back of their car and shit like rats. Uh, <laughs> but like I pulled up, I'm waiting for my pizza and shit, right? And they just sitting in the car. Maybe they already ate. And I can, you know, you kind of tell that they looking and shit. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? I get my shit. I get in the car, and then when I get in the car, they pull off and they 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 they, they said something or like or waved or some shit. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, is this the that we interested wave or like? Or how about you just roll down your window and say hello? Like, I didn't talk to them girls at the gas station because you know, when I said I yelled out, I legit yelled out like I'm strapped. <laughs> and it was just like, that could be a setup. They was just like, never mind. I was like, all right, all right, I don't, I'm not minded. Yeah, it's, it's too, it's, I'm not walking up to your car, dog. <laughs> like, I came out here to get some Dutches. <laughs> I mean, I came out here to get some Rellos yeah. and something to drink. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not in, in holler mode, but mm. like, Bitch, I'm not walking to your car at two o'clock in the morning on no, the gas station on six mile in Schaefer. Start the gas station, my nigga. Whatever you don't got at that late, dog, you just don't got it for the I'm night. On the smoke, you just don't got it for the night. All right, that man. shit ain't worth it, my nigga. Shit is crazy out here, dog. It is. Shit is crazy out here. Anywho, man, how, how was your week, my brother? Yo, man, Twitter suspended me again, again. Yeah, you you did some dumb shit. I didn't do nothing. No, I didn't do nothing this time. No, I said what I say. You do you logged into your suspended when it didn't log out. That's I dumb. Did. I did. Why? What did you want to see? I don't know. I, I forget why I logged in, there, but I, I just I didn't log out. You can't like you you set up a new account on a brand new phone with a new IP address. Don't go back to the. They didn't know it was you until you did that. You think they gonna give me my Twitter back? Probably not. The second time, I don't give a fuck. But like on that account specifically, now is associated with all the other ones. Like go to the Apple Store, go to Twitter.com and set up a new set up a new Twitter. You're good. I just got to do it from the Twitter website. Yeah, or a new phone. But like, well, I don't want to get in. It's probably time for a new phone. I'm waiting for the 15s to come out. Maybe I do it there. You got an iPad? I don't know, man. No, nah, man. I only got a fucking iPhone and a Chromebook at the crib. A Chromebook? <laughs> Whoa. I don't be on the internet like that. Oh, man. I'll be on the internet like that. I got the shit. It was like 75 bucks. I, don't think, I mean, I'll be on Twitter as like a force of habit now. I think I'm on all these social medias as a force of habit. Like when I'm bored, when I don't have, all right, just pick your phone and go here. Because yeah. it's not really nothing on there that I'm like enjoying like that. Yeah, I mean, my Twitter been gone since, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, I mean, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to work on Snapchat, uh, TikTok, and Instagram, then, and just, you know, move from there. I don't tweet as much as because I be trying not to tweet negative, right? And every time I get on Twitter, I see some shit I don't like, and I want to tweet about it. But, like, I just don't want to be another negative nigga, like, talking about, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep scrolling. I'll be honest. I'm a rotten nigga on Twitter. I'm not a good person on Twitter. 
Hadira has called me out on it a few times. She was like, how you going to want to get a wife and look at your likes on Twitter? It'd be a lot of ass and titties and open butt. I, I want my wife to have ass and titties. I mean, that's not a... <laughs> and open buttholes. Like, it'd be a lot of wild shit in my likes. And I was like, you, you know, maybe, maybe she's right. I do want a wife and maybe I'm projecting some of the wrong things. And I'm not like a nice person on Twitter. Like, I will I mean, say some ugly things. Well, you got to... Well, you're not a so listen. Go ahead. You gonna call me not a nice person? No, I, I think I want be nice, Jason. I want everybody to stop acting like they're different versions of themselves. The only time I can see there's a different version of people, probably your work version of yourself and your non-work version of yourself. Like that's probably like a, a, a legitimate. I literally cannot act the same way I would normally act at work. I definitely got in trouble this week for acting like a street nigga at but, work. But other than that, like, you know, I'm a different person on this. And this. You're the same person. Like, if you got, like, if you go to your close friends to show pussy on the internet, that don't make you a good person on Facebook. You a type of motherfucker <laughs> that show pussy on the internet. Like, you don't, you don't have split personality. Does that make you a bad person because you show a little pussy on the internet? I'm not saying good or bad. What I'm saying is you the type of person that show pussy on the internet. Like you don't you don't get to be I'm virtuous over here. No, you just a post, uh, a show pussy on the internet, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the type of nigga you are. You feel me? Or like, like nah. Or if you just be rude and mean all the time, I'm a I'm a fuck you, you pat piece of shit. Every comment, like, oh, you just a mean person. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I think your part your Twitter persona matches your podcast persona that's what somebody said to me like she was like you're the exact same thing on twitter as you are on like podcast. this is just who you are you feel me so uh, look I mean, a, a good humble christian man i mean i, I haven't seen those tweets. <laughs> maybe on facebook no, no, no like i don't think that you're a different person but each one is a little bit of a different environment Fa the facebook environment is different than yeah. twitter yeah instagram is different but than all this shit is you Oh, yeah, it is. Like, people really be like, well, you know, I'm a good person. No. This, you are the same person. You just know where you can get some shit off at. You a pussy show motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what you are. You are. I'm not good, bad, or indifferent. You, you know, green circle pussy show motherfucker. <laughs> it just be killing. Man, I be seeing, like, screenshots of, 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 of green circles on my timeline and shit. Like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, they didn't want that to be shown, but you got it in your story. Only for my close friends to see. No, I'm not even like I seen somebody screenshot somebody's close friends and put it in their story. Oh, okay. Their regular story. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> they didn't want that to and be. Your close friends and my close in your close friends could be somebody I don't want to see my close friends. My, my girlfriend could be there. My yeah. wife could be there. My baby mama could be there. And now she see we seen a situation like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In your Twitter circles. Oh like yeah. So I just feel like this. If I got some shit that, that should not be on the internet, I'm just not putting that shit on the internet. Okay. Cause like, come on. It's on once it's on the internet, it's on the internet forever. Is it? Yeah, it is. No, I just <laughs> I want it to be divisive, but it is. Cause a nigga hit you with it, dish you on the internet. Like, yo. So whether that bitch is in close friends or whatever, if it ain't supposed to be on the internet, I'm not putting that shit on the internet. I don't even remember last time I, I did a close friends. Because, like, 
I'll be in group chat. I might put my kids in close friends because somebody did some weird shit to one of my kids back in the day, so I don't like post them no more. Like it'd be like quote unquote like I don't feel like texting every single person everything I did on vacation or some shit. Yeah. So it's on the close friends. One close friends because I'm semi comfortable letting you know I'm out of town, so y'all don't come break in my house or some dumb shit like that. But them niggas don't. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, other than that, uh, this week, this I've been on vacation all week. Um, not in Mexico, but I have not been at work. You didn't, you didn't say them PTO days for another time. No, I mean, if I'd have had to go to work and still be irritated, nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> you should maybe like took a little weekend. I mean, I've been a little getaway. I've been chilling, man. I've been, I've, I've been personally having like a pretty good week. You feel okay. Me? So, take a um, take a young lady somewhere for a day or two. Been having a pretty cool week, man, so, <laughs> you know. Jason, I just <laughs> let's have let's have a heart to heart. Well, we have a heart to heart. This is not a close friend session. <laughs> let's have a heart to heart. We do. We have heart to hearts in the green bubble. Uh, the green bubble of life. We don't do heart to hearts uh, live on the pod. I don't. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> There's something I like to say to you. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'll be cracking myself. Up, I'm ready. Man. I'm ready for you to be a family man, yo. Uh, who said I'm not a family man? I'm ready for you to like. Ha- I'm ready for you to settle down. Who said I'm not settled right now? I want. Come on, man. I want you to. Who told you that I wasn't settled right now? Jason Johannesburg Johnson. I want. Kidding. I want you to like. Like it's time for you to stop being a hoe. I and like uh-huh. and like settle down with become a one woman man well, but- and make some babies. But it's I time. Just, I just want to know, like, what would give you the impression that that's not currently what's going on? That, like, we're friends in real life and I know you. I ain't brought a bunch of different women around. You haven't. Like, you know, it ain't a bunch of bitches. They'd be like, oh, this nigga fucking them all. Like, Jay know, for the streets. You know what I'm saying? That's not the that's not the the the, the image I get. I hope that's not the image. I, what's so funny is this, though? Because regardless of what is actual happening in actual life, people make up their mind of who they think you are and what yeah. you can obtain and that's the stigma that's on you. Yeah, I just think you a player. Oh, I think you too popular. Like I'm I'm not popular. Like I know the po- like the podcast just has us in a different space but like I'm really like not a Detroit popular nigga. I don't you can't put my face on no flyer. I'm not they're not bringing me my wings no faster. <laughs> like every now and again somebody be like, "Hey, ain't you on that?" And it, and that be the extent of it. And like, yo, you look like you would just get tired, and then you just gonna be gone. I'm like, yo, what about? Like, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't tell you. I mean, but I, that that can be in the best case scenario. Yes, I could get tired and be gone. I mean, the game is the motherfucking game. I don't write the rules. But whatever it looks like, you are, you are to people until you prove them otherwise, or you will never, or you get until you get tired of proving that to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cause people think I'm I'm some terrible person, and I'm really like you know a deacon at the church and a and a loving Christian man. Or you may assume because of the podcast that I'm some uh, deep thinker, spiritual. I want to have the intellectual. Or I don't know. <laughs> no, that's not it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Or or just super thoughtful. Or maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But Life is the best. Life is worth living. You feel me? You got to, got to, got to find out in real life. Yeah, man. 
Got to find out in real life. Because every now and again, a young lady may say something to me like, what's up with your partner? I'm like, look, I don't know shit. I don't know shit. You got to talk to that nigga yourself. What's up? Because I don't. Or or I be or I look at him and be like, nah, Jay locked down <laughs> right now, baby. <laughs> Jay locked down, baby. You, well, you don't, cla- don't don't hurt your don't hurt your feelings. You claim to know my type, so whatever my type is. Oh, nigga, know, I I know what ain't. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's I know what, what ain't. That's what I'm saying. So if you know that it ain't, just you know, direct nah, them somewhere like, else. Like you know, he he. He got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. You feel me? You got a lot going on. <laughs> just bought this house. Got a dog. This is probably not what you want right now. Oh, man. I meant to mention this last week, but I got Umar. He in training. You know what I'm saying? I saw you walking him, barely holding that leash. You know, he had, uh, he had Motor City K9. You know what I'm saying? Downtown. Uh, shout out to them, man. They doing a really good job with Umar. And um, we, he, you know, he, he doing, he doing a really good job. That's what's you up. Me? Uh, we two weeks in. How long is the training class? Six weeks. Okay. Yeah. Twice a week for six weeks. He did keep him an extra day on, um, on the first week. He's like, I'm gonna, can, can you bring tomorrow? We'll keep him in. Like, no extra or no shit like that. But I want to, you know, reinforce some, some things. Yeah. Yeah, man. That extra day really helped. And, uh, everything is looking good, man. So uh, I'm so, what, what, six, 60% of the of the training left to go. Like, I'm I'm interested. That's what's up. And, I mean, it's not necessarily the cheapest thing in the world. It's an investment. But Shit. I do think it's very, very important that you do take your large and or small dogs to some formal type of training. Like, I've gone through YouTube University. I have a, 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 a decent hold on sit, stay, and shit like that. But, like, it needs to be a point where, like, when you out and about – he hear a command, he stops immediately. Yeah. Cause you don't have the you don't have the luxury of of nothing else. You know your dog in the company of yourself and your close friends. You you really don't necessarily know. I have a more than a I have a good idea that Omar not gonna do nothing wild to anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause he wanna play a lot. But I don't know you, that. And the time that it where you find out is too late. It's too late. Cause like I, I told you about, I didn't had incidents where like other dogs ran up on me. I don't know how my dog is. I didn't know how my dog was going to react yeah. until like I was in danger, and then I saw, oh, like he's legit gonna put his life on the line for me. But you don't know that until some shit happens. Like that one time I said I was out uh, taking care of the dog or took him out, and late, he ran down on the white people. They was black. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And uh, one was holding a little dog, but like. It kind of caught me off guard because I'm like, yo, I ain't never seen him act aggressive. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he probably was in protection mode over me. And um, like he got in stands. I'm like, yo. And it took me a second to even jump because I'm like, yo, he don't. I'm like, he ain't going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But he started barking and growling. And he ultimately didn't. But like in that moment, like you need to hear a command and you need to stop immediately. Or you need to be where you won't ever run away or whatever. So that's why we in training. It's been working. It kind of. And a trained dog make your in-home life a little easier. Absolutely, it does. That dog, you know, they get older and they start listening or not listening or just some days it's just not a good day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And certain breeds, like our our alphas, they and if you're not a strong leader, you're not dominant. Like the dog will fucking take over the house. I got a good partner of mine. He used to have Rottweilers, and he would order them from this place. They would send them. The, they would send you the dog. The dog is already like 
six months old and is completely trained. Yeah. And like you just get a quiet ass dog and they're yours. So it's a lot of different ways you can train them. But yeah, like you can pay them X amount of dollars. We'll keep them X amount of time and they'll give you back a trained dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this one, uh, Mondays train on Wednesdays when you pick them up, you get some one on one time. So you, the trainer and the dog go or whatever. So it's been working Y'all did out. the Home Depot training yet? No, not yet. Okay. Well, yeah, not to my knowledge. But, uh, you know, they train outside. So Now, I know somebody that, and it may not be Motor City K-9, but, like, part of the training regime, you can take them, they take them to Home Depot, yeah. and, like, y'all walk around and practice mm-hmm. everything that you've learned inside a home. Because there's people there. It's, yeah. You know, it's a lot of other shit going on. So it's downtown Detroit on, on Baltimore. You know okay. what I'm saying? In like, the midtown area yeah. or whatever. And so it's like. Like, this is the building, but, like, we train outside with distractions and shit like that. So, like, he's good. He's um, be around other dogs, be around other people, be, see bikes driving by. So none of that is like, oh, wait a minute, what's the bike? Let's go see what the bike is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To kind of curtail some of that. Um, I really wish if I had a chance to, like, make some changes, have some finances. Like, the city of Detroit had, like, a, um, a the program where... If you have a certain, if you have a dog, we'll send the dog through training. You know what I'm saying? Hire somebody or a, a fleet of people who just do dog training. Because I think the city would 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 benefit from that. If you got a dog, he should be trained. Take him here for four week session or whatever. But some form of training because it's a lot of stray dogs. It's a lot of dog bites. It's a lot of undisciplined, untrained owners who have undisciplined, untrained dogs. So yeah. Uh, but you know. I'm sure there's a lot of dogs that just go through nigga training. Your pit bull can know how to climb a tree, but that nigga can't sit. Yeah. So any event, uh, man, there's been a lot going on this week, dog. And, uh, it's a couple things that I want to talk about. And I know y'all don't agree with me, but I'm writing y'all wrong. Okay. Let's go through it. That's just how it is. Um, Supreme court was pretty busy this week, you know, and uh, there was a situation uh, or with Harvard and a university in North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, um, it was a case. And they basically say there can't be any race, basically the affirmative action shit where we got to get X amount of people of black or whatever the, 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 the ethnicity is in the school. Like we getting rid of that shit. Right. Um, it got to be straight up what it is. And um, a lot of people saying that this country is, you know, this is racism and they setting us back and this is not right and everything like that. I don't know, man. What do you what do you think about that in general? Uh, is it racist? Is it setting us back? I don't look at affirmative action for that from that lens. I look at it in a case of like. You know, maybe I'm from, you know, I'm from Detroit. You know, I'm a I'm a, a child on the west side of Detroit. I got good grades. I done went through, you know, decent public school education. You know, now I'm at the end of high school and my normal options are Michigan, Michigan State, Eastern. Yeah. You know, something to that extent. And I'm not knocking those schools at all. Wonderful levels of education, but maybe my test scores and my grades warrant that, 
yo, maybe maybe Yale or Stanford is a better option for me. But being that I'm on the west side of Detroit, maybe I don't think some of those things are possible. But somebody from Yale or Stanford sees a young black boy on the west side of Detroit with a 1,200 SAT score and 4.0 for the last four years. I've been involved in the chess club and things of that nature. And I, they think that I'm a good fit to come to their school. So maybe somebody f- flies out to talk to me to do, you know, that pre-entrance interview and things of that nature. Now, I'm not just uh, a big fish in a big pond. Like, they see me as a special fish for their pond, and they want me to come out there. And I think affirmative action You know, it's not just a quota, but maybe it opens up doors and opportunities just to people that wouldn't necessarily had those doors and opportunities. And I think that's what's vital for our country Mm. is that, you know, we all, you know, maybe my parents aren't third generation. You know, their name is not on the building or an endowment fund at the school. Does that mean that I shouldn't have the same opportunities? Because, shit, it's a lot of motherfuckers at these Ivy League colleges that ain't no smarter than niggas that go to – your regular community college. It's just a difference. I don't of, know about that. No, I do. I think it's just a difference of money, opportunity, and situations. No, I think the average student at Harvard, Yale, or Princeton is nowhere near what's in your community college. I don't think that's a fair comparison. Maybe not your community college, but maybe there's somebody at Michigan State that's on their level or, or, or better. So why don't they go there? You know, I, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody's. And I get the, what you're saying. The but the issue like, is because uh, some Asian Americans um, or different. So there's only X amount of people who get in here no matter what. Right. Right. And my sc- my test scores was higher than yours. My ACT was higher than yours. My extracurricular activities and everything was higher than yours. But you getting in because you black. That's not fair to me. Like, I am a better fit. OK. But you got in. And now it's not a it's not a fair playing field. Maybe you got in because of relationships between black and white, but I ain't black or I, and I ain't white, and I bust my ass to be here. So how come I can't come in? Well, my my ACT is higher than yours. My GPA is higher than yours. My extracurricular activities is better than yours. But you get this seat specifically because we got to hire nine percent black. We got to bring in nine percent black students. I don't know that that's fair. Well, matter of fact, it's not fair. But what? Tell me what in life is fair. I mean, this is just how shit shakes out. It's not legal, and that's why it got changed. Especially when, like you, you cannot discriminate against me because I'm not black. Like I meet the criteria, and you telling me no, we gonna give it to somebody who don't meet the criteria because of the color of their skin. Now, if this was reversed. We've, we're, we're, very, we're used to the reverse. So, look, Thomas Sowell had a, a quote, and he said, uh, when people get used to preferential treatment, equal treatment seems like discrimination. Facts. Because, like, one, if I can't get into this school, so they did a study I read a couple months ago, and, like, some of the students that get in who the quote-unquote for lack of, I'm using this term as when you're the diversity hire, sometimes it's very apparent that you're the diversity hire. We even laugh and joke about like, yo, were you lied on your resume to get the job and you did it? Yeah. But some like you, you scholastically, you do not do as well. You have more stress. 
You drop out, you do all this other stuff because you were never supposed to be there. It's not like you don't deserve. It's not like you're not, you know, you don't. It's not like you don't deserve to be there because of the color of your skin. But you literally did not do the other things that the other people did. Now, I can't tell you that y'all had the same access to education. Right. But I know niggas from my neighborhood who went on to do amazing things, was always smarter than me, always put their heads in the books, the whole nine yards. In the summertime, it was like, nah, you nigga, you're not hanging out with your friends. We're going to have you in school. We're going to have you in summer school. We're going to have you doing this. And a lot of parents who put the, like, it's a difference. It is. You know what I'm saying? And it's a cultural difference. We don't put value on education like that. Some of the Asians, like, it's a tough life for them. They may not even want to do it, but. I was, I have a, a friend of mine who everybody like he's legit a scientist. That's what he does. His dad was a scientist. His mom was like taught science on a collegiate level. And I remember us growing up and always being like, yo, Mike couldn't come out and play early Saturday because he had piano lessons. He couldn't do certain shit with us because like, yo, Saturdays was Dapsep in the morning, yep. piano lessons in the afternoon. Yeah. Then he could come out between these hours and then he had to go back in and practice piano. And we knew like we would always clown Mike because like at six o'clock, he would like, hey, y'all, I got to go. But like now looking at his life and like it, it was very deliberate things were done in order to ensure his success. I say your man, Mike White. And he did all that shit. And you did not that shit. But you're not you ain't a slouch. You know what yeah. I mean? You're pretty smart too. And it becomes between you and him going to Princeton or Harvard and you get it. What? Yes, I it it doesn't It's like I don't know if you watched the Fresh Prince or Bel Air. It was like that shit with, with Carlton and Will this summer, you know, with this last season and shit. Like Will was damn near like, yo, we gonna put in a a, a student vote. And you may be able to win this prestigious award. Everybody else on some academic shit. I've been busting my ass for years and years and shit. And you can get the winning because a popularity vote. Right. Like, nigga, that shit ain't fair, my nigga. Like, I've literally been doing all this shit. Also, it's just like this. This is just me. I think it's racist to assume because I'm black, I need to help to get here. Oh, this motherfucker black. He come from the hood. You know what I'm saying? They don't got good education. He not he not smart. Yo, let's put him in here. Nigga, if I'm gonna be here, I'll get this shit on my own merit. But then they have special programs to like help, you know, not underprivileged, but under, Michigan State. underperforming students help make it in through the acceptance process. I I think I've talked about it here. You know, my my son in his during his freshman year of school made friends with the with the young lady that was from Saudi Arabia. And I had an opportunity to like have lunch with her father because yeah. they was, you know, making googly eyes at each other. And I kind of told him like, nah man, this shit ain't gonna work. But, you know, one day me and her father crossed paths on campus, ended up having lunch with her, and he explained to me the very deliberate process that he she was like his third or fourth child. Her, both her brothers were doctors and like she was going to medical school as well. And he explained, you know, just in casual conversation, he was just like, you know, black parents don't have the same process and planning. He was like, in my country and in our 
you know, culture, the children are expected to give back and take care of their parents at a certain age. How are they going to give back and take care of me in my old age? And they working at a call center. Yeah. He was like, I need them to be, you know, engineers, doctors, world changers in order to help enhance our culture. And like when he said it to me, I was like, you know, initially it felt like kind of snarky, but like, no, that's, like they, they plan, they're planning. That's the, we talk about generational wealth. I get $10 million. We all set for, you know, two to three generations. Their generational wealth is education. We continue to pass down the importance of education to build us up as a culture. People make jokes about, you know, my Jewish lawyer, my Jewish accountant and shit like that. No, nah, they saw the bigger picture and what we need to do to ensure our success as a family, as a culture. And they just go out deliberately and make those decisions where, you know, we talked about student loan debt. Yeah. Like What's coming next. Yeah. But like, yeah, maybe there should be some student loan assistance. But on the flip side of the end, like. Nigga, when you got your degree for basket weaving, you knew that your options were limited and paying back this $60,000 that you incurred was going to be a little bit more difficult because you was following a passion as opposed to, you know, setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I, I get following passion and doing what you're what you're passionate about. But like, yo, at the end of the day, is that going to be able to sustain you? Like at, at, at some point. How long, like, how long do you get preferential treatment? Like, forever? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, also, yo, if you don't want me in your university, I don't want to come here. Like, you ain't the only nigga to teach physics. And there are some incredible black colleges and universities that will. You ain't even got to be a black. I don't give a fuck about, on the educational side, I don't give a fuck about a black college. On the cultural side and the and the, the emotional side, I do. You know, I care about who is the best college for the for the field I'm going into. Yeah, cause all that extra shit don't matter. It matters culturally and how and make you feel good. But yo, who got the best law program that I can get into with my current level of understanding, my stats and everything? Who has the best law? If it's a white school, I'm going there. No, I, I feel you because like when I was look when we were looking at colleges or I was having those initial conversations with my son, my heart of hearts. I want I want you to go down to Morehouse. I want you to go to, you know, go to go to Howard, go go somewhere, but go somewhere to make you feel good about being black, because the idea that we have generally in this country is we still under and less than and no one respects us and we subconsciously think that black people don't like being black so go somewhere go to hbcu make go make yourself feel good I, about being black i, I just I feel good because i'm black because i'm just me i just felt like being in a think tank with other young smart black minds would be best for him but when we started talking about the field that he wanted to go in what he wanted his life to look like in the next 10 15 20 years you know wayne state just made more sense like, on, on all ends. We come from one of the blackest cities in the country. Being around black people, it's normal. I want to be around smart people. I don't care what color the smart people is. I mean, if I got a preference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but like, I don't, don't put me in the small pool. 
Like, I just want to be, I want to be, so do we want equality? Do we want to be equal? Because it sounds like I want the benefits of equality without actually having equality. I want to get the. I, I just say for me and mine, I want them to have the best opportunity to succeed. Yeah. What place is going to put you in that best opportunity? You know, I speak about my son quite a bit in his college experience. But like when he was in high school, I saw certain things where he was struggling, like, you know, socially, you know, like him. He's always been one of the smartest in his class, top academics. And that has given you know, sometimes it's just not popular to be the smartest nigga in, in your circle. But I felt like going to college and being challenged differently and being around other people who are at your level or above or can push you like that's where he would excel at. For me, I thought the social aspect of being on the yard and ha nah, like he needed he needed something else in order for him to excel, and he's in the best position for him. Man, in the grand scheme of things, all that social shit through middle school and high school, that shit is irrelevant. It doesn't mean anything. That shit irrelevant. Doesn't oh, he was a man in high school, huh? Had all the girls. Damn, who, homie. Who the fuck cares? Because you make $37,000 a year, and the person who was in their books – they make, they flipped them bitches. They 73,000 years starting off. And that's a $40,000 difference. Oh, but you got the memories from being real cool and y'all went to. Had all the bitches. Like the college, the shit niggas that be talking about, that shit sound fun. Right? Yeah. Yo, we went to the parties. We was in the yard. They playing the fucking trumpets and the band and everything like that. Yo, what about the work though? Like what about the work? Yeah. Like what about the work? What doors is your degree opening? Because your degree means something. <laughs> we, we talk about this shit. We was talking about uh, the movie with uh, Jonah Hill and um, Lauren London. Yeah. And she they thought she went to Harvard, but she said Howard. And she was like, well, it's like the black Harvard. No, don't put no adjective in front of nothing. Like, that means something on your block. Right. But on my block, you may not be that like I need some a universal stamp. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. If this 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 prestigious school has a, a a like it's known to be hard to get in there, and like some people really bust their ass to get in there. And it, I don't know that it's fair that you get in just because. Now there's also that part was like, well, what about without that quota being there? How do you guarantee that the black person who does qualify gets in, and you just don't put somebody else in? Like that's a thing too. It is, but I don't think you you can't you can't guarantee that the the Nothing. somebody internals and if they do some evil shit in their heart. So, I I don't know. Maybe if if it's gonna be some um if it's gonna be some quote unquote affirmative action, it can't be you didn't meet the standards. Okay, maybe we gotta let X amount of percent get in if they meet the standard, though, right? Right. You shouldn't be able to not meet the standard and get in. So I know growing up, and I know this isn't really that way. I felt like affirmative action may have been like the tiebreaker. You know, what I'm saying like me and you got similar education, similar, you know, everything, and now like, look, it's either the quota or you know what i'm saying like is is sort of used as the tiebreaker and i and now from being older and grown i understand it just it just doesn't work to to that magnitude i'm not with um 
equality of outcomes. I want equality of opportunity. Right. Because you can't dictate the outcome. Now, yeah. if me and you have the actual equal opportunity and we get like a me and you go up for the same job, we have the same opportunity to wow somebody in that fucking interview. We have that opportunity. But I can't guarantee the outcome. That's just not how. Yeah, life life just doesn't work like that. And, you know, it's people that interview people all the time. You know, I get candidates that look great on paper and then they get their first day and they shit to bed. And I'll be like, yo, this not going to work. Or there'll be sometimes I hire somebody and I'll be like, I hope. And then they come in and they a fucking rock star. They end up being your best employee in six months. Like you said, the outcome we we can't guarantee is it's all a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, I just I just think we should probably prioritize the education because all up in I like to an extent. At the end of the year, I see all y'all kids graduating I love and, it. and everything like that. But I see more football, basketball um, pushes and everything like that than I do the academics. Well, maybe if you don't put – like, it sports everything. And it's, and it's important to be well-rounded. But we know black folks pushing them kids to play basketball or football, hoping out for that big payday. And it's a lot easier just to make them niggas smart and have a, go get a job as an engineer somewhere. Absolutely. Or, or you may want to look at basketball. Baseball and soccer, because that's what they get paid. But or like you know, you've been so like, we just think we good for our athletic ability. Or sometimes, and I don't want to be that nigga. And this, I'm not. I'm trying not to speak in absolutes, because there's absolutely nothing wrong with having your kid in sports. No, there's not. And and I th- sports teaches so many things beyond yeah. just the app. You know, are, keeps are them out you, of trouble. And are your this- kids coachable? You know, can they take direction? Can they work well with a team? Because, shit, when they get out into the workforce, that's going to be a huge part of it. But I also look at, like, the flip side. People talk about, like, the disparities in education and opportunities. But, like, did you need to spend $4,000 on prom when you could have probably spent $2,000 on a tutor throughout the school year? I mean, that might have been a better. And I'm not I don't want to be that nigga or tell people what to do with their money. But like. But at some point that makes we, more sense. Don't nobody ever say it. Then what are we doing? Like, I see there's a glaring problem, but I don't want to say it because, you know, they might look at me going, fuck how you feel about me. Did they need an Aston Martin to take them on a 20-minute drive from your house to the Detroit Princess and, nigga, a motherfucker to give them a, a $2,000 tailored suit that's aluminum gold for one night? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. When, like you said, they could have had a tutor. You could have maybe bought them a really good computer. Or... or- is you, it's not. It's not. It's not cheap. Have you ever thought about putting your kid in private school? That but shit expensive as fuck. But that's that's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, and maybe that long term sacrifice is better than this short term gratification. And we don't look at things through that scope. Like we we. Everybody want to celebrate the wins. And I'm not saying these kids didn't work hard. They don't deserve shit. They don't deserve to be celebrated. But like, let's let's be realistic sometimes. Is fuck. So I am. I do not want to think I'm not under the impression that. um, Everybody in this world, country, whatever, is on an equal playing field. I just don't. I just don't believe that to be the case. So I want to say that. But like. Are is the is the four point? Here's a perfect example. 
a 4.0 at Cass is not a 4.0 at Cody. It's not. It's literally a different grading scale. So when you were applauding the 3.0 student at Murray Wright, uh, that 3.0 student is a 2.25 student at Cass. It may not be that big of a dip. No, but, but I mean, it's, it's a disparity. Like, is it the same? And I get it. Yes, you the valedictorian, salutatorian, all that shit. Is it the same? And other than what was learned at school, what else was supplemented with that? Because the 12th grade reading book is the 12th grade reading book. Whether that shit is in Farmington Hills, Bloomfield Hills, or Detroit Cody High. What did what was the classroom like? Was there a fight in the classroom this morning? Was was the teacher able to get all that shit out this morning? Like, as the parent, did you follow up and like And then it's like anything else. Like, you want your child to play on a basketball team. They're not just going to tryouts. They in AAU. They out shooting 200 jumpers a day. They running sprints. They're doing work outside. And the same thing comes with school and education. Like, yeah, it's great what the classroom gives you. But, like, I know for me as a parent, like, I have to do things outside of the classroom to help it continue to ensure their success. Because for me, am I looking for my kids to take care of me one day? No. But my children are my investment. This is this is my life's work. This is every, everything that I have. I put into them because I want them to be able to take care of themselves. I want them to be successful. I want them to have the things that they want in life. And sometimes I got to do a little bit more work to ensure that those things happen. It's a reason that they put them kids in private schools. It's a reason. It's a legitimate reason that. I'm looking at uh, Earl Spence and um, doing a couple of interviews and shit. You know what I'm saying about the fight and everything. Like, you know, I like the my money straight and everything like that. Like, even after boxing, I want to be good. Like, my kids got to go to private schools. Like, there's a reason why I want them kids to go to private school, not public. There's a difference between Country Day and Cody. Just plain and simple. It's a different experience. Yeah. And I don't know. I hate using this word deserve. But I don't know that the the scholar in Cody deserves the exact same outcome as the student from Country Day. Maybe y'all deserve the opportunity. Everybody can put the application in. I'll look over it. But is it my fault that I grew up on the West Side and that you grew up in Bloomfield Hills? Like, that's just happenstance. This is where God put me and my family. It ain't like it ain't a nigga from this West Side of Detroit ever went, that never went to Harvard or Princeton or Yale or some shit like that. Because they, they, it happens. Yeah. Because regardless of what we taught in school, I did extra. I'm smart, nigga. I got to, I can study. I had a friend of mine that that played like football really well. And he was at a small school in Arkansas. And I remember at one point, like he was telling the coach, like, hey, man, I'm a transfer. You know, I can walk on somewhere else. And I remember him like, you know, I'm going to pack up. I'm going to come home. I'm going to. And and I remember his father, who's always been like a solid person in all of our lives, like, look, if you good, you just good. And they're going to come find you. And like that's 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 really what it comes like. If you have the talent, if you got the hard work, you putting up the numbers consistently like they they going to come look for you. What if I do? I We about to get off this after this tag. So we get you in this school. You don't do well. We graduate. You somehow you graduate anyway. 
now you out in the world telling niggas you went to Harvard and your ass <laughs> and they like, yo, this is what Harvard putting out? It hurt my reputation. Niggas go to Harvard because it's Harvard. You think Harvard is the only part, the only place in the world where people smart? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's only in the country, not even the world. Like in 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 the, in the UK, there's another school that they whatever the UK Harvard is. Oh no, it was I, Cambridge. You know whatever. Not, ro- where where people go to be Rhodes Scholars? Yeah, like those are really smart. <laughs> like those niggas are the super smart niggas. Like anywho, so the other thing that the 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 the, the, the Supreme Court shot down. And shit, I was right about. I told you niggas a long time ago. The president does not have the ability or the authority to wipe out student loan debt. But hey, y'all got emails that said y'all shit was gonna be free. Fuck what I'm talking about. He don't got the authority to do that shit. They and you still it owe it. I seen a nigga online saying, "No, fuck that. Them people don't gotta get their money." That's not how loans work. Them people got paid when you went to college. The Fannie Mae, all these government loans, we. Us, when I say we, the American people gave you the money to pay them schools, they already been paid. Yes. You got to pay the government back because that was our money. So you like, nah, I'm going to wipe out $10 billion worth of debt. Nigga, we gave $10 billion out. We need that money back. Also, you borrowed the money on purpose, so pay it back. Like you gotta It seems like a novel concept, but when it comes to student loans, like niggas be feeling like, nah. You know, no, nah. nah, fuck that. School should be free. Well, I got a lot. Curve wanna get paid when he go to when he go teach? He does. I'm fairly sure Curve wanna get paid when he go. Well, who's supposed <laughs> to pay him if school free? I feel like my car should be free. But GMAC want a payment every single month. The people at Yale and Princeton and Harvard. They got to get paid, my nigga. Everybody hate capitalism and shit, right? All this shit crazy. Capitalism is the reason you got your shit. Because I'm not trying to be the best teacher in the fucking world to get in the country so I can get this top job at Harvard if I'm not getting no extra coin to do that. What the fuck is going to make me stay up? So listen, we went to school for 12 years just to get out of high school. Then I go, to, I go to law school or some shit for another, I go to college for four years, then another four to six years of, of fucking rounds and then be to some doctor or some shit. I'm not doing that shit just cause off the strength. No, nigga, there's a payout at the end of this fucking rainbow. Look, shout out to my homegirl. We've had her on the show a few times, Kena. Yeah. Who will be Dr. Kena Day in a few weeks. She'll be up here celebrating. Hopefully I can get her on the show. Like, yo. She went to school for we're both in our 40s and she's just becoming a doctor. We went to she went to school for a long ass time. And while that is my friend, I love her to death. She did it for the money. She did it for the fucking money and for the she, opportunities that come along with having doctor at the beginning of her name It's for she, the money. She don't work, go to school for 25 fucking years, essentially, or some shit like that. Just to go to a school for motherfucker be like, nigga, school should be free. Well, who the fuck gonna pay me for this 25 years of education? 30 years, of ed- whatever the fuck the number is. That hood cost. And getting that hood also ensures me, I don't know, an extra $150,000 a year? Like, <laughs> that's just not how shit works. You gotta pay the money. Food you gotta be- pay. Well, you know what? Food should be free too. 
So whatever job you work at, if you you working for, give me you you should give me all that shit for free. There's a lot of shit that should be free. Food, nothing get, should be free. No, nah, man, some of this shit should be free. Some of this shit, water should be free. The water is free, but how it get to your house ain't. That's my father worked for the water department for thirty five years. It's a lot of shit that goes in to get that fucking water. Now, I turn the faucet on, the water come the fuck out. Now free. Me personally, I do believe for being an American citizen for taking my tax dollars for taking my, my state of Michigan tax dollars for taking my city of Detroit or whatever charter or whatever place that you live. There should be a certain amount that I get a stipend for. You feel me? Yeah. Like some of the money I put into give me 400 gallons a month for free or whatever. However many, however many gallons it takes. Cause they know the number for a, 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 a single family. To I think I've seen something like a, a single family on average and, I could be wrong with the number. Let's say they use an average of $90 a month in water and yeah. sewage fees. Well, I should start with a $90 credit because I pay into the system by going to work and paying my taxes. Right. I pay in the system. Anything over that, pay for that shit. You're using too much. Ain't nothing free. You don't work, you don't eat. Everybody got to share this shit and you using too much. So you put a little bit more in. But we've gotten away from that. Like there are niggas that don't work at all and they eat every, they eat damn good. That's why me, Jason Johnson, thinks that we should get rid of income tax and put a national sales tax on everything that you buy. No one gets this. No one get the skirt taxes because niggas who scam for a living, you niggas not paying taxes. You running through millions of dollars. You ain't putting in on shit. but got a fucking uh, got to fucking say so. Where you should, I got to pay these two loans back, nigga. You ain't worked <laughs> since you got the You ain't worked since. You ain't never worked a day <laughs> your goddamn life, nigga. Scamming for a living and shit, robbing for a living. Even if you a scammer, a drug dealer, a robber, everything you buy got that. Everybody contributes when look, there's a national tax. Look, man, I had an interaction with a scammer this week, and I, nigga, made me so mad I could have grabbed him. So I, I know somebody that had a hookup on some shit. And they was like, look, man, my man got these shoes. And he said he go like he he letting them go for the low. Called the nigga. We set up the meetup, seen the shoes. It, they was legit. Let me get them. He was like, yeah, they're going to be 150. Bitch, they 175 in the stove. If you don't, if you don't knock half off these motherfuckers, I'll smack the shit out of you. They he, still in the store? Yes. Oh. Like these. But go get them from the store then, my nigga. I, <laughs> Save me twenty five dollars, my nigga. I'm, I'm not coming to you. I mean, what you want me to do, nigga? They ain't cost you shit. They didn't I, cost you shit. I don't know how I got them, but nigga, you can go pay extra twenty five, and they not coming to you. Knock these bitches down to one ten. Knock them down to one ten. Then they sold. Nigga, I was with you till you got to the shoe. I know this shoe game. Like nigga, they usually more than what they are in the store. So how, how about this? Give me two. Give me two pair for two fifty, and let's just call it a day. What kind of shoe? Because <laughs> no. Give me two pairs for two Because these shoes probably worth, you know, whatever is worth. And it costs you nothing. I don't know how you got the shoe. Some niggas in real life, they'll get, they'll, so this is what happens. They'll buy. I know this nigga got these shoes with a fraudulent credit card. A fraudulent card. The right. card say Jason Johnson Man. on the bitch. It was so fucked up, man, at my place of employment. I see so many of us coming this motherfucker and all the stores around this area uh, on some scamming shit. The fake IDs, you know what I'm saying? They all come in. Like, I have been 100% correct 
at spotting them as soon as they come in the door. I'm, they all look alike. They I'm, language. I'm, I'm praying that I, I, I don't want the stereotype to be right. I, I'm praying to be wrong. So, I know what time it is. I go look at the alerts and shit. Cause, oh, they, they just hit this door the other day. Da, da, da. Like so many black. Oh, you get alerts from other stores that like. Pictures. It's the car oh, they, fuck. It's, it's the car they in. It's the ID that they passed. This is them walking in the door, sitting down at the desk. I got this shit all. While they, when they sitting there, I'm looking at it like, these niggas. Marcel, you're not getting the phones all today. Y'all, so a lot of y'all Instagram influencers and models and shit, like them motherfuckers is runners. They, the nigga is sitting out in the car. They going in there and having them come in and do the illegal shit. I see it every day. Like, God damn, why don't y'all just get a job? Cause I swear to God, it ain't really worth it. You think you getting off? You call the police on them. It depends on the situation. Okay. The answer, like, no, you can't. No. Well, what, what, nigga? The the answer is no. We can call the police. Go the fuck home, my nigga. I'm doing you a favor. Okay. okay. Go home. This is not going down here. Y'all got it. You got y'all got to go. What I'm just saying. What a minute. All right. One one second. I'm him, but <laughs> you do a three sixty. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> Troy police will be here in two seconds, motherfucker. <laughs> like God damn, get a job. Fake, cause you you got your fake. Don't tell me a scammer is asking for a motherfucking supervisor. You know they gotta look like they normal. You know what I'm saying? Because and I, and guess when I tell some niggas no, and they get up and walk, I know you're not a real person. Cause if, I, if you would just come in and do a transaction, and I just told you no, we're not doing it today. Like says who? <laughs> uh, yeah, who you got back there? Because like that's a normal reaction for somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So some people try to play the role, but like I already know what time it is. Like, and I got your picture from yesterday <laughs> at a different. I mean, I'm gonna take this ID with me real quick, and we're gonna go in the back and run. Some of these fake IDs is trash, but some of them is pretty decent though. You know, I'm like, you know what? This is I, I know it's fake. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm, I'm it damn, don't feel the same. I'm damn near expert at IDs and shit. But like this one was real dope, man. But like you know, you throw your ID up, it got the M I C H. Them dot, it ain't had the dots. Then I'm looking at the zeros and the O's. The zeros and the O's is different and shit. Like now, I'm out of, I'm like a perfect I, nigga. This ID fake. Fuck out of here. For me, is that what you do to them? They come. They'll somebody come bring it to me. Like yo, look at this. I'm like nah, that's not it. Now. It would be, no, this is not it. No, tell him no. Mm -mm. Can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry. Man, we, I know for a fact niggas is not focused on education right now. (laughs) The numbers of us in education, that shit go down every fucking year. It get worse and worse. That's not the focus for us. You know what they teaching? Scamming. They're teaching the black, the dark web. I know this is a giant generalization, but I see it on a daily basis. There, I hear about it on a daily basis in the studios. I see it on the streets, in the on crime and the the focus for our youth currently right now is not education. You know, you what, cannot make a blanket statement that we on the same level. We not. You know what's funny, and I see it with my with my daughter. She's seventeen, going on eighteen, and I see her friends, and I said, now is the time. You're going to start to see the shift. Some niggas going to go on the straight and narrow and do what they need to do, go to school, get careers, get trades. Or some of these little niggas you know is already say? starting down the path to. You know what I say? That nigga a loser. 
your man Sunset, that nigga is a loser. Believe me or not, I'm telling you, that nigga is a loser. Stay away from loser ass niggas. That nigga's a snake. That nigga right there, he unlucky. Stay away from the unlucky, avoid it with your life. And that's from the 48 Laws of Power. You got to stay away from unlucky people. If yeah. you want to lose a streak, stay your bitch ass away from me. I don't want to be around you on your losing streak. Call me over the phone. I'll give you some help, some <laughs> tips. You unlucky. Get away from me. No. But your man's over there, he a loser. He going to fuck you over. Remember this conversation later. He a loser. He going to fuck you over. You know I love you. Wouldn't tell you nothing. I wouldn't try to take nothing from you. That nigga's a loser. I just say like you can start seeing some of them going down a different path, cause like like baby that bitch a hoe. <laughs> you want you a man? You know how to tell your daughter like yo, your, your homegirl a hoe, and because you hang with her, they gonna think you a hoe too. Look, trust she, me, I know. She had one home. <laughs> she had one whole girl where she got like her homegirl got like four sisters. Let's say the sisters is all stair step. Yeah, they all got babies. And they, like, I'm they like, let you fuck in the house at I'm that like, home. I'm like, you can't go over you can't her go house. Because they fucking in the house. And, she was, and she was all like, nah, that's not. I was like, look, everybody in the house got a baby. You can't. And like her homegirl ended up with a baby like this summer. And then like she saw like what I was like, I, I know. Should, I know what's going on. You know, I'll give you permission to use my book title. And you got to write this shit for your daughter. Shit I was right about. That bitch pregnant in the book. Chapter one, I told you that bitch was a hoe. Uh, chapter two, <laughs> she got a baby. Chapter three, that nigga unlucky. Get away from her. Her mama was a buster in high school. <laughs> the, Chap chapter the four. The cracker don't fall too far from the box. Chapter Shit. four, like mama, like daughter. It's like, no. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it be. Shit. But do anybody got like a valid reason that you shouldn't have to pay back the money that you owe. That means that you borrowed and went to college and have a career off of and living well off of. Other than, other than, other than like, I'd rather spend money on something else. I'm just saying the interest on student loans is ridiculous. Cause it's, now it's, it's, I will say that part. Yeah. So if we was going to do any kind of relief, right? I know I, your whole thing would be no interest, no interest. Just pay that money back that you owe, but it's been 27 years. <laughs> like if a nigga ain't paid me back in 15 years oh it's some interest on that motherfucker. you owe me a little bit of that shit like, <laughs> like nigga money ain't even the same no more <laughs> like nigga. I will always remember one of my mama's friends retiring and she was celebrating paying off her student loans at her retirement this woman worked 40 years in the workforce Man, I'm a forever student I'm always gonna take a class so I don't gotta pay that shit back if that's the case enroll nigga that was my grandfather policy. He had like three PhDs and he was like, I just take one class a semester. He worked at the community college, taught at the community college. And he'd be like, I just take one class. I just sit in a classroom once or some two days out the week for six, every semester. That or, or pay back $80,000. Well, I'm million in this motherfucking classroom. <laughs> he said, I'm never paying that money back. And that's, that's the hustle. We all hustling somebody, and if you don't want to pay that loan back, nigga, pick up basket weaving and take that shit. You think I want to pay back my house? It's been two years in. It's not a dick yet, nigga. I'm, I'm almost you ain't even scratched the surface. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Bitch. I don't want to pay that shit back, nigga. You can stop paying on it. You can stop tomorrow. Yeah, I bet. 
But niggas can't take back your T- education. Tomorrow the first, no. you can stop. Yeah, what if niggas start taking niggas' degrees back? Oh, no. <laughs> he was like, you're no longer a bachelor. <laughs> you can't put that shit on your resume no more. And we going to tell your job. Yeah. Then what? So now, now not, you, not, and, you and was it, making 128. Now and, you're, and without that, without that degree, and I know them degrees is important because I didn't make yeah. like yo, like you qualified for this shit the whole nine yards. We done been in that situation. But I got the work experience, because, but I ain't got no bachelor's degree. Because you don't have a bachelor's degree, we can't hire you. And that's the difference between uh, a seventy thousand uh, dollar um, job job and. Six figures. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm sorry. Start off. <laughs> like, uh, sorry. You know, like it, it matters. It does. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't have borrowed the money to get it. If it didn't matter. Now I got it. I don't want to give it back to y'all niggas. Because if you if you ain't give a fuck about the degree, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have went in the debt to buy it. I mean, because come on, man. And you went to the school you went to because you thought that school was. You wouldn't think about paying them loans back when you was fucking that Brody. When you think about it, when you was knocking back beers, you was just taking it, taking money out. I mean, it is what it is. Everybody got a little bit of debt somewhere, but like, it ain't the credit. It ain't the, it ain't the, the how. It ain't that that you worried about. It's all that other debt that you've also accumulated, and not as like well. You know you can't get out of that. You feel me? But if I can squeeze my way out of this motherfucker, because guess what? If I didn't have to pay the shit back that I owe now, I don't want to pay that shit back either. Fuck this house. I don't want to pay that shit back. You got a really nice house, though. You know what I'm saying? And fuck, they want their money. Like, fuck this car. If I <laughs> if I didn't find a way not to pay this fucking car off, <laughs> Charlie will show you. <laughs> Without going to jail. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But hey man, pay them niggas their money, dog. Fuck that money. It's free. Like I told Once niggas learn how to scam student loans, we gonna be up. I mean, you can scam them now. Now like scam them for forever. You can scam them all you need seven years in a in a high credit card balance. What? In a square payment. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's the- you got a credit card? So let's just say I set up a studio session for twenty seven thousand dollars. And somebody took a credit card and purchased a studio session for $27,000. Then there's going to be, after Square takeoff day, I don't know, 4%, there's going to be about 20, 20, $20,000 from the credit card in the account. And then take that money and pay off your student loans with it. Now, your credit card got a high-ass balance, right? Yes. I'm bankrupt, my nigga. Seven years from now, I'll be straight. That's a terrible plan. But I, I, I get what you're saying. That's a you, terrible plan. You're not going to be finished paying off the student loans in seven years. Do you got a house? Do you got a car? Well, what you need the credit for? Or put that. Oh, it's the LLC. It's the LLC game and shit, right? That shit in your business anyway, right? Yes. Not in your personal. Well, fine. Fuck it. You got a Johnson's towing. You got a $27,000 debt. That shit, man, business went out of business. Sue the, sue the company, sue the, sue the entity, not the person. Now you took that money, you paid your fucking student loans off. Now you're done. You, you're scot-free. I know Walk a nigga, away. I know a nigga that does that with his businesses. <laughs> like one day it'll be 
yeah, no, towing, and then the next <laughs> no, yeah. Be, yeah, no, yeah, same building, <laughs> same suite. Like, no, nah, man, yeah, no clothes, but we got this new towing company right here. Yeah, it's called the New No Limit. Fuck. Master P closed down No Limit Records the and new- opened up New No Limit. Koch Records closed down and E1. E1 came Oh, yeah, Koch owe you money. Them niggas out of business. E1? Oh, we don't owe you shit. <laughs> Brand new, we signed a new artist. You want grand you want. opening, grand closing. That's crazy, but that's how it is. That's how business works. Now, if you really want to, you know, you know, pencil whip the system back, you got to learn the rules and shit. So when niggas be avoiding taxes and shit, niggas be mad at Bill Gates or fucking Jeff Bezos or Donald Trump. He found a loophole. Like my nigga, I didn't write the tax code. Y'all wrote this shit. I just followed it. Stop letting Tanisha with her arms crossed hard as fuck do your taxes and go see a motherfucking tax accountant. And they can work on your behalf. I know you want 10 racks back. I know you want 10 racks. Nigga ain't made 10. Wanna make you want 10 back. Nigga, I never forget. I would <laughs> I was dating a girl, hadn't worked all year long. She hadn't had a nigga was getting state money all year long. Five of them taxes got 12 bands, 12 bands. Bitch ain't punched the clock ever in a year. Life just ain't fair sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, Listen, uh, pay them people that money. Uh, You don't get to go to the dance unless you qualify for the dance. It is what it is. I don't (laughs) want to be nowhere I'm not wanted anyway. I look at it like that, and just to kind of like sum this shit up, you can't go see Usher and pay for the ticket after the concert. You got to walk in the bitch with a ticket. Man, I try to explain this shit to everybody. Entertainment, you pay before. You go to the circus, nigga, the ticket is the, t- <laughs> the, don't matter if the Don't matter if the elephants ain't there today. You pay for it. The circus, the movie, podcasting. <laughs> Like whatever entertainment, I see my Pistons lose so many times this season, and I already paid for it. I wouldn't guarantee shit, but a game and a seat. Yeah, man. So it is what it is, dog. Um, Listen, dog. I don't want to be this guy, but I am this guy. This week, all that shit that they were saying about Biden and a laptop and Biden's son. And avoiding taxes and them take making money in the Ukraine, all that shit is true. That nigga pleaded guilty to a whole bunch of shit. He did. Where did the one point two million dollars that you you didn't pay taxes on come from, uh, Mister Biden? Like, where did it come from? Was it one of those deals you were doing over uh, in the Ukraine? President Obama, as well as Joe Biden. 100% had presidential documents in their private residence after the after they left office. They shit they go out the Trump for? I'm not telling you that is he's right. But it happens. Yeah, no, no, that shit happens. 100% had and still have documents that they're not supposed to have after they left the presidency. This the thing that I think that's going I think it's a rap with Trump. I think it's too, it's too toxic. It's DeSantis is the nigga I'm worried about. I'm not worried about DeSantis. I kind of like the nigga, to be honest with you. I like some, well, let me rephrase that. He's a boring guy, but I like some of the ideas and things he did in Texas. And, but, 
not not in, but but in Florida, you mean? Yeah, in Florida. Um, but they're spent a different way in public, and it make it look weird. And I'm like, yo, that's a good idea. I support this idea, but the way that the spending on is like, yo, he's burning books. Well, I'm not burning books. I'm just saying you can't teach your fourth up into the fourth grade. You can't be telling them that they can be a boy or a woman, and they not they not either or whatever. So we not we not gonna do that shit. Like, can you can you wait till they pass the fourth grade before you start indoctrinating them? They burning books now. Well, it's not it's not necessarily true. Um, it's a whole bunch of shit. You can we can go down that whole. Um, what's the shit was in here talking with Chuck? Uh, they said they trying to act like slavery never happened. Oh, uh, critical race theory. Yeah, the whole critical race theory, and you, know, you can go down that rabbit hole if you want to. Chuck do that shit every Sunday <laughs> with with them niggas. They they wave they they go. They on the other side. I fuck with Chuck on a lot of shit. Some of that shit I just can't get on. You know what I'm saying? Or or better yet, if you want to argue with that's that's the person you probably want to have that argument with. But you don't want to argue unless you got your, like I don't got the the hours and hours to put in. I love I love Chuck. Per, I, I love Chuck. Let me just say that. But like, yo, if you don't, if you're not up on your shit, if you ain't read some shit and not read it, digested it, comprehended it, and know it and can regurgitate it back, that's not a nigga you want to have an argument with. And at the end of that conversation, you don't know who right or wrong. You think I'll be like, well, if I was going to pick who was right and who's wrong, I would say he was right because he sounds like he know what the fuck he's talking about when he pointing out to this. But I don't know enough about this individualized subject to be like. Yeah, I think I got you. I, I just, I just don't know. No, all I'm saying is, uh, that he's gonna be my whose man's this for like eternity. Uh, I made a shirt. <laughs> I made a shirt with Ooh, Joe with Joe Biden face on it for my cousin and shit. because uh, he's sleeping with a CPAP machine at night and shit. Mm-hmm. The nigga gonna die in office, dog. He ain't got much time. Weekend in at, office left. Weekend at Brandon's. Y'all know you know about the let's go Brandon shit, right? No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> It's been about two years and shit. So if you ever hear anybody say, let's go, Brandon, it's fuck Joe Biden, right? Okay. But they was at a, one of these NASCAR events or whatever, and they was like, fuck Joe Biden. And then like the the person, the like the newscaster, it was like, what do they say? He was like, uh, let's go, let's go, Brandon. So a bunch of TV, t-shirts and shit is, let's go, Brandon. You're going to see this shit on the internet now. That's funny. <laughs> but he like. They holding this, you know, weekend at Bernie's. Right? Yes, of course I know. <laughs> so I found a picture with him with glasses. Why on. were there multiple weekend at Bernie's movies? Like, that body I, had to stink. Yeah, yeah. Bernie had to smell. Like, like it don't really make sense when you when you think about it in the grand scheme of things and shit. Um, let me show you this shit. Bernie had all his bills on auto pay and shit. Like that, that nigga had cake. But uh, this is about to um. This is about to be on T-shirts and shit across. <laughs> uh, weekend at or well, weekend at Brandon's, or it's either gonna be weekend at Brandon's or weekend at Biden's, and they just holding his body up at this point. I did this shit in about four minutes on my iPhone. He fall a lot, you know. He got that CPAP. He's he's an old man. He's a senior citizen, like a really old man. For one of the first times, I have no idea who's gonna win the presidency the next time. Usually I always got like a I even if I'm wrong like I have an idea my I have no idea how this shit gonna shake out. So, so it's you know, a great season finale. So you know when I when he got elected and Kamala was his vice president, I was like they can really ramp her up to be the next president. 
you know, she can, but like, it's like she got to be VP and then she like just disappeared. Cause every time she speak, she don't say anything intelligent. It's really slow. So they was like, don't put her in front of the microphone no more. Her approval rating is like worse than Biden's. But it like she had, she had all the opportunity where she could have been. She could have been. Now I don't I don't know how you fuck up the presidential rollout cuz that's but, but like she she had all the moving parts to like move into that position next. I'm I'm really disappointed to see that. Yeah. Uh music pick of the week. So I'm going with this music pick of the week because this is a throwback music pick and because ain't nobody really I ain't heard no music that's really moved me this week. But Juvenile dropped his tiny desk today for NPR. So I decided to just go with a throwback music pick of the week. It's getting hot outside. Even though this is on 400 degrees, this is a Detroit classic. 400 degrees. Yeah, bought that. If I ain't a hot boy, then what do you call that? Yo, fun fact. Yo, this is part of the first songs I ever rapped over. Um, back in 98, 99, with the double deck, because at the end it had of had that long ass. Yeah, had a long ass. So I played and had a little microphone and rap. I was spitting mad lyrical bars on this. <laughs> Lyrical miracles. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Juvenile. If y'all haven't watched that Tiny Desk, go ahead. Because it was this. Today is the end of Black Music Month. Yeah. Uh, and I think they NPR dropped some incredible Tiny Desk this month. I was really waiting on a Juvenile one to hear him, you know, with a live band. What's so funny? In a live atmosphere sounds dope. I saw in real time when somebody here, somebody tweeted Juvenile like, yo, Juvenile, you should do a tiny desk. I remember that. And he was like, What the fuck is that? What the fuck is a tiny desk? And no, right? (laughs) So I retweeted, like, No, my nigga, that's a thing. Everybody started retweeting that thing. He was like, Well, fuck it then. If I get 10,000 retweets, I'll do it. And then, like, a couple hours later, he was like, All right, I think I know what a tiny desk is now because everybody been hooping him up. And that was like probably about a month and a half, two months ago and shit. And now, now it's it's crazy how the internet makes things happen organically. But, like, and I like to see some of these, you know, older artists get the shine that they deserve. Like, <laughs> 400 Degrees legacy is... Artists. Legacy artists. And 400 Degrees is a Detroit classic. If you are at the bar and you hear that drop, you know what time it is. I went down to the, the fireworks and shit. I've been down to the fireworks and since there was a damn near 20 years since my man's got shot down yeah, there. My shit. homeboy, that was my man's that got LJ shot. LJ and shit. Yeah. Uh, him and his girl, a bunch of people got shot. Yes. But that was the last time I went down to the fireworks, but I was down there, got a nice little spot and shit and a nice parking spot, the whole nine yards, but I was bumping 400 degrees down there and on the way and when I was leaving and shit. Did you try fireworks? I, I remember being an intern at JLB. They also had the, the fi- they had the, the, the metal detectors joint out yeah. there. Yeah. On the street, I'm like, we we're not walking that way. Uh, and so, in order to get in the hard plaza, they had it gated off in the in the fire thing right there, in the, well, the, the 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 metal detector right there. So, 
You know, right in front of Howard Plaza, there's like that little island yeah. where there's grass. Just put my seat right there. Boom, boom, boom. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going <laughs> with the strap. I feel you. But it's a great idea that they had that, though. Yeah, cause because be tripping. Yeah, and it I was, haven't. Uh, it was I no was, incidents, and that's what I was saying. I haven't been down to the fireworks since I was like an intern in GLB, and that's like ninety nine, two thousand. So I mean, it's been, it's been. No, nah, I take that back. I took my kids one year, but we was like on Belle Isle, which was a terrible idea. Now looking back on it, because it I took was, us forever to get off Belle Isle. I was Isle. trying to get on the Belle Isle, but they had all the freeways blocked. Yeah, it was raining that whole day, so I wasn't even hundred percent sure they was gonna still go, but. By the time I got down there, I picked Umar up at 6.30 from the joint. So by the time I got there, it's about like 7, 7.30. And they just had all the all the freeways. So I was trying to get to Belle Isle because we was doing the pie, right? I was like, look, look at this fucking shot of the... Yeah, I'm like, Detroit. If I can get right there, like that would be perfect. Perfect. But I had a pretty good... Right in front of the little portal in the, <laughs> in the Scientology. <laughs> Where the spirits come through at. <laughs> Where the Scientology and, and the Baphomet and all that shit is at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, but in any event, had a good time. City looked nice. Got a got some. Um, and nobody got shit. shot. Yeah, nobody got shot. Hey, yo, man, it's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Instagram on TikTok. Who knows if I'll ever make a return to Twitter? But you know, at me, get at me. Even on them mediums, if you talk to me, I'm gonna talk back. Hey, yo, you never drop Dame after dark. Maybe we should drop them both. I sent yeah. you. So, because it's still in here, so I forgot. Yeah, so we got another episode of Dame After Dark. Uh, gonna drop any day now with my guest, Slick Mix a lot. We talk about the pee in the dating pool, so looking forward to, to dropping that soon. So, yeah, just stay tapped in. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at, baby. When we see the blue and black, you know you're at. You are the pee in the dating pool. Not you, but like the proverbial you. You are the pee. <laughs> in a dating pool and sometimes we pee at that motherfucker you feel me that's, that's just how. do you remember when they started adding the color to the shit and you could tell when a nigga pee yeah I stopped swimming in, in ghetto pools like that you feel me <laughs> so uh, check y'all out man fucking with us for 376 weeks and shit man we fuck with y'all right back when you see the blue and the black you know where you at shout out to L too uh, she's shooting a movie shooting that shit I love when people say what they gonna do and they do exactly what they said you feel me? I ran into one of the stars of the movie uh, here in the studio. And um, come soon. Soon come. Soon Are we going to hit 400 episodes before the end of the year? 25 weeks from now? I think so. Probably. I think so. Probably. We can call that with 400 degrees. Okay. We should probably do something. Well, we, don't got, we can do something anytime. Yeah. You feel me? Well, for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, when you see the balloon and black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio book some time i'm not saying we're the rockefeller podcast but we are jay dang hell yeah peace